yes, we're starting to see these, these artists that are competing with the major label artists on these superstar levels. But we're also starting to see thousands of more artists that are making really decent middle class livings. And that's what's actually even most exciting to me. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs with Andrew Apanov. Hello, dear listeners. Andrew Apanov here with a new edition of the Music Growth Talks podcast. My guest today is Ari Hellstand, someone I wanted to interview for a very long time, and uh, his name is very familiar to many of you, I'm pretty sure. I'm confident that you have come across at least one of his articles on Ari's take. Uh, he's been doing some of the most detailed, practical reviews of different services, apps for musicians and covering different music industry and marketing topics. Uh, and of course, he is also the author of the best-selling book called How to Make It in the New Music Business. And in fact, uh, the second edition of the book came out this week uh, when I'm releasing this episode. And you can find a link to it at uh, music.com in the show notes or on Aristake or just Google for the name of the book and just do yourself a favor by getting a copy if you don't have the book yet it's really worth it an absolute must read for any DIY musician and since I started the conversation with Ari with a question about Patreon a heads up that I'm revising my Patreon page and just introduced a new set of tiers it's all at patreon.com forward slash andreapanov and Ari's Patreon handle is Aristake. Here goes my interview with Ari. I hope you enjoy. Ari, welcome to Music Growth Talks. I'm beyond thrilled to finally have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We had this very brief conversation about Patreon before the before so the recording of the interview and uh, I just thought to 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 start with that briefly to see what your thoughts have been on building your paid community of supporters on that platform so far. So I've known Jack Conti who started uh, Patreon the platform uh, since the very beginning, and I you know I'm always looking for musicians that are kind of finding innovative ways to to really. To, to run their music career on their own and really any kind of creative career. Cause Patreon is, is, you know, is, you know, so much more than just for musicians. And so Jack started as a musician in, in the band Pomplamoose and he started this platform. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it's an ongoing crowdfunding platform. I call it kind of crowdfunding 2.0. It's where you ask uh, your supporters to, to come along for your journey and to support you. And they can kind of give you something per whatever piece of content you released, uh, you know, a dollar, five dollars per piece of content you released or ongoing, you know, more like a subscription per uh, something to give you every month. Now, I think it can work really well for some artists. We've we've seen that it works really well for Amanda Palmer, for instance. She's one of the most successful musicians on Patreon. She's making over $50,000 every month on the platform just from her supporters. And it's one of these... Um, it's one of these platforms that we've really seen where you're, you kind of, you know, you, you capitalize on this, this fan engagement. And, and really what the internet era has brought for musicians is a way for artists to connect with their fans on a, on a really uh, deep 
level where you can, if you, if you actually have this connection and you can develop this deep engagement and deep connection with your audience, uh, they will support you. You don't have to actually force them to pay you. You can ask them. And that's, that's something that has taken a lot of musicians some getting used to because we're so used to in the traditional old music business as getting people to, to pay for your music and to buy music. And now we're kind of getting out of that era where you, you have to purchase music and because people aren't buying music anymore. It's all about the streaming era. So you develop a relationship with your audience and with your fans and they will support you if they believe in what you're doing. So yeah, I, I started a Patreon a few years ago. You know, I did it more to kind of uh, as this kind of like a test way to or... engage. Well, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to just, um, you know, have this this area to connect with with some of my supporters on a little deeper level and right. just to show that I really appreciate them and I appreciate the support that they've given me. And so for me, I have uh, actually I do it for my blog. I know there's artists that do it for their music and, and YouTubers that do it for their videos. But uh, it's yeah, for me, honestly, like I test everything out. So I, I try pretty much every new platform that comes out. I test it out just to see how it can work. And then I analyze it and I study it. And more so what's more interesting and intriguing for me is to study how other musicians do it and other artists are making it work for them. So uh, for me, this is something that I haven't focused as much attention on. Uh, it's there. And uh, you said, Andrew, that you're one of my patrons. So I very much appreciate that. Thank you for the support. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's one, of the, one of the many new ways that artists are able to succeed in the new music business. And, and uh, that's one of the most exciting things about the new music business is that there are so many avenues to pursue and you can find what works for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it goes beyond just the, the, the content you deliver there. It's about this personal brand. So I really like the kinds of work you do for musicians, for the music industry. So it's supporting you, not just, the, especially in case you don't put a paywall behind your content and you just keep publishing articles on your blog or keep getting out music out there and, and just allow uh, your fans to support them. Although some artists do really well with Patreon exclusive content and things like that. Anyway, you, you touched upon a few interesting topics here. Uh, the fact you like to test different platforms is really interesting to me because it's a hobby of mine. Of course, it's part of my profession as well, but you, you're just the, the scale at which you do that is quite incredible because you put out some of the most detailed reviews of different promotional platforms and services and so on. And you give this honest feedback about what's, what you've tried. We really need that because there are many players in the industry and most of these startups and uh, people delivering, providing services out there really want to help artists, but still it's Sometimes yeah. it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of tricky. No, for sure. It's, it's super daunting. And um, I mean, absolutely. That's why I, I mean, personally, I'm obsessed with learning. And so whenever there are new things out there and, and what I do is, is I try to understand the platforms that are available to musicians out there and I will investigate. And I am fortunate enough that I have a platform because of my blog and because I've written for other publications where I can sit down with pretty much anyone in the music industry that works at any company and really dig into what they're doing and see if it can be beneficial for musicians. And yeah, the comparisons and the reviews that I do are because, you know, I'll look into a company and see, can this be useful for musicians and for artists? 
And so I try to distill the information from every corner of the industry that we have right now and any company that can be beneficial for artists and just to see if it works. And so I constantly am testing things out. Like I just, you know, I tested a Spotify playlist promotions company. I tried the, the blog promo. I, I mean, pretty much anything out there. If someone, if people are starting to talk about it, I'm like, let me dig into this, see if this is useful. And if it's useful or not, I will write about it and pass it along because that's the thing. I, I, I really, and, and the thing was with my blog, like you said, I don't have it behind a paywall. I, the reason I started Ari's Take was because I wanted, and that's my blog, I, I wanted to share all the information that I was learning with with all the musicians out there. And I don't believe in competition in the music industry. I believe that a rising tide lifts all ships. And I was so tired of seeing such talented artists not being able to succeed with a music career because they didn't have the knowledge. And so I kind of made it my duty and my mission that if I learned something, I wanted to pass it on. And I wanted to share it with all of the other talented, hardworking, passionate artists out there. And so, and that's been kind of my mission from the beginning when I launched my blog seven years ago. And that has continued on with my book, which, uh, you know, I released three years ago with the second edition coming out right now. And that is, uh, that's just kind of something that I live by is, is I think we're all in this music game together. And so we should just be sharing all the information that we're learning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm 100% with you on that, and uh, and and I don't see any space for competition here, really. And what you do is quite incredible. Of course, we are linking to everything in the show notes. Most of our listeners already know you well enough. It's funny sometimes there is a client because when we work with artists as a, as an agency, and there is a, there is a client who may refer to your view of uh, distribution platforms, for example, to make sure. a decision on which one to go with. So it's quite interesting to, you know, you're, you're setting a, some standards for, you know, for knowledge, I don't know, for, for it's, it's interesting. The, the kind of reviews, once again, you do is, is really, it's, in, it's impactful work. And the book, Thank of you. course, so it's been out for a few years, many things have changed. It's really cool that you're already dropping the new edition. And of course, my question that I meant to ask you is uh, give us an overview of the changes you made to the book. Yeah, sure. So the first edition came out uh, three years ago and things have changed as you can imagine in the music industry in the last three years. Some of the biggest things that I, I've updated in the new edition. Um, so I have about 50 new pages of new information. I basically went through every section, every page, every chapter, and I updated, I edited I pretty much rewrote the entire social media chapter, as you can imagine, because social media has changed so drastically in the last three years. But other things that have really changed that that I updated, you know, Spotify playlists were a thing in 2016 when the first edition came out. But now entire ecosystems have popped up within Spotify, within the Spotify playlist uh, system. Uh, so I talk about those. Uh, direct marketing, that specifically Facebook and Instagram advertising has really exploded. So I touch on that. I also, you know, a lot of the questions that I got from the first edition, I think I would, I love the social media era that we're in right now. I'm able to to kind of get feedback on the book in real time as people are reading it. They'll send me Instagram DMs. And so I hear from readers uh, in real time. If they have any questions, I kind of keep a running list of notes. So when I sat down to write the new edition, I kind of pulled up all these notes and all the questions. And I, I went in and clarified a lot of things that uh, people were wondering about and had questions about. So I, I really touch on artist branding a lot more deeply. I kind of discuss, you know, creating your artist story and your vision in the whole artist world. 
I, I talk about how, you know, the music obviously, yes, is very important. And that's the most important thing. However, if you want to connect with an audience, you have to really understand what fans are looking for. And they're looking for artists who are confident in who they are and who and and they're looking to connect with artists that really understand who they are on a very deep spiritual level. And so I really dig into that as well and, and kind of uh, go deep on the, uh, the, the artist branding and the artist story and the world and the vision. And I also, you know, Instagram musicians weren't really a thing in 2016. And now there's a whole world of Instagram musicians that have popped up. So I talk about that. You know, YouTubers were a bigger thing, I would say, back then, and they're not as much now. And so it's kind of evolved and spread out. A live streaming has has really exploded. Uh, people are making livings live streaming from Facebook and Instagram and you now and all the other platforms that are out there. So really, it's it's kind of an update on everything that's happened in the last three years, but also telling stories of musicians that are really succeeding in this new internet era and the new music business. And so what's what's really exciting, actually, the most exciting thing for me to see is that we're starting to see independent musicians that are succeeding on a really massive scale uh, that really didn't wasn't possible five to 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, for instance, like the band Wolfpack, they're this funk band, you know, they live in uh, L.A. now. They're from Michigan. Uh, they just sold out Madison Square Garden in New York City, and they're a totally independent band. They don't have a manager. They don't have a label. That was completely unheard of, you know, even five years ago. You know, we all heard of Chance the Rapper, who is probably one of the first um, most successful independent artists without a label. He won the Grammy for Best New Artist. He cracked the Billboard Hot 100. He performed on Saturday Night Live as the first unsigned artist ever to perform on the show and win a Grammy for Best New Artist. But not only that, we're starting to see musicians at every level really succeed in incredible ways that weren't possible five or 10 years ago. And so that's actually what's so exciting to me is, is yes, we're starting to see these, these artists that are competing with the major label artists on these superstar levels, but we're also starting to see thousands of more artists that are making really decent middle-class livings. And that's what's actually even most exciting to me. Yeah, and it's, it's really encouraging for, for many of our listeners. And that was my question to, to give us some examples. I guess uh, we can find more in the book. And it's really cool that you include in some, some cases. And yeah, so the, the things you mentioned clearly uh, required an update. I guess there uh, has been quite a few things that, um, that, that remain unchanged, uh, more conceptual things or things related to how the music uh, business works. Because sometimes, unfortunately, uh, thing, changes don't happen as frequently in the structure of the different parts of the industry as, as it happens with social media, for example. But have you mm -hmm. revised anything related to the business side of things in the book as well? One of the more business aspects that I have, I made it very uh, much more worldwide. So the first edition, I would say, was very, I would say, US focused. And so um, the second edition is I really touched on artists in, in um, all different countries and how artists, you know, like in Poland or anywhere else can collect their royalties, make money from their music. And so I, I went very broad and really touched on the worldwide music industry. And I kind of expanded, you know, the bounds of, of what was possible because we are becoming so much more of a connected music community. And uh, this was something that I, I definitely wanted to focus on for the second edition as well. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Any specific current tips for 
social media and in Instagram specifically, because we've just been spending so much time on the platform for our clients and the platform has been quite buggy in the past few months, to be honest. But overall, it's been really fascinating to see that. I'm glad that you mentioned that the, uh, the focus has been shifting from uh, YouTube to Instagram uh, for some acts. Um, yeah. Any, any, any specific ideas, tips, quick hacks, even for it's more about the strategy, of course, but any tactics you can mention? specifically with for Instagram. Uh, in, yeah. for Instagram. Sure. Yeah. So there, it, I mean, really what it breaks down to is, is kind of, it's all about your goals and what you're looking to do with the platform that you're choosing. So if you want to focus on Instagram and, and you want to make that kind of your one, and you want to uh, really build up an audience on Instagram, the, you have to look at Instagram as a community and there's etiquette within this community. And so you you know, you have to you can't really approach Instagram the same way you approach Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or anything like that. There is etiquette and you want to support the community that you are on. And so I kind of use the example like just like at a if you're going to go to a funeral, there's etiquette. You don't show up at a funeral wearing a Hawaiian shirt, a bright colored pattern shirt with flip-flops and shorts and start blasting the trumpet when you're walking in there. I mean, that's not appropriate. And there's there's some kind of uh, etiquette that you that pretty much we all understand. It's the same kind of thing. If you're going to be on Instagram, there's an etiquette and you have to carry yourself in a way where people are going to want to connect with you on that platform and understand it. So for instance, you know, there, it really evolves in real time. And so the only way to truly understand how to function and operate on each platform is to actually be a supportive member of that community. And it is a community. And so on Instagram specifically, you know, we've seen, we've seen these musicians that, you know, with, with the posts, you can only do 60 seconds videos, but people are, will focus on more kind of live from the bedroom videos. Stories have become a big thing. I mean, we have uh there's there's artists like um Rayleigh Nicole and Emily Browning who have built up very worldwide audiences of kind of doing covers of themselves singing and playing from their bedrooms. There are musician feature accounts like pickup music, pickup jazz, pickup music, and these are Instagram accounts that feature other artists uh, around the world, and so you kind of start to build followings that way, and they all have their own angle and community. And, you know, John Mayer has built up an entire Instagram TV show, basically, that he does every Sunday. And so it's it's really become like a whole ecosystem and a community that, that people are really utilizing to their benefit. Yeah, 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 totally. That's I'm glad that you use it as, as an example of how to build a, a community and following on any platform, essentially, because this is applicable, not just to Instagram. Once again, I'm, I'm quite excited about the times because it's still tough to make it in the music business for any independent musician just as before but now we see some some interesting developments and progress and uh, it's becoming more and more doable let's say uh, in terms of the income streams for if you have any additional insights on how to make money because you've mentioned quite a few ways of uh, doing it directly going directly to the fans and offering them to support you and so on still there is a lot of bands and artists who think that the only way to make money is to tour or to right. be signed by a bigger label. Right. Yeah. And so that's just that's just not correct. Uh, that's inaccurate. And yes, absolutely. Uh, there's a, a friend of mine. Uh, his, he's a hip hop artist named Lucidius. 
he is making over $20,000 a month uh, just from streaming revenue. And he doesn't have a label. He doesn't tour. He doesn't play any shows. He's honestly, he's not even on any playlists, believe it or not. So, and there are, he's just one of many artists who have been able to monetize this streaming era and actually make some really good money on streaming revenue. So streaming is one way that, that artists are making actually really good livings. And yes, some get on playlists, uh, but some don't like Lucidius isn't on any big playlist and he's making $20,000 a month built on this, this fan base that he's built up. So, uh, streaming has, has been very, uh, lucrative, uh, for many. You know, we know about sync licensing, which has been around for a while, getting your songs placed on TV shows and commercials and movies. That has proven very lucrative for artists. We talked about Patreon before for some artists who have uh, bigger fan bases. That definitely is a way that they can make money. And uh, Dawn, there's this artist named Dawn Byer. She made over $100,000 last year from uh, on Facebook Live. And, uh, you know, nobody really thinks that you can kind of uh, make money on Facebook Live because they didn't monetize, but she found a way to do it because uh, she added a she went live on Facebook every day and added a PayPal.me button a link there on Facebook and she built up this audience. Another artist, uh, Claire Means, she's making thousands of dollars a month on Periscope because she would go live on live stream on Periscope and she built up these worldwide followings. So these are all artists and examples that they don't tour. They make money on uh, from their music from new innovative ways online and on the internet. And so these are just uh, a few examples, but there's literally thousands of artists that have really figured out how to do this in this in this whole new era. This is great. And the examples you gave are, are great as well. It's very important to uh, show how it can be done. Not just this is what I like about, you know, what, what you do is, is very uh, to the point and practical and illustrative. So you, uh, you do this, you showcase the artists you, and you, sh- you actually review and go over the platforms yourself to see what works and what not. So we really need this kind of intel and insights. Um, so much appreciated for sure. So I'm looking forward to the new edition of the book and uh, it's very probable that it's already out when our listeners are hearing this very podcast in any case everything in the is in the show notes uh are you planning on doing any updates to any other educational projects of yours like the courses or anything related oh absolutely so uh right Ari's take academy is my online school we're going to be adding a bunch of new courses this coming year Currently, we have three courses available. One is on streaming and Instagram growth. Uh, Lucidius, who I just mentioned, he teaches that course with me. We have one on booking and touring, how to become a, a successful touring artist. And then we have one on the college entertainment market. But over the coming year, we're going to be doing a bunch more, a bunch more courses that we'll be releasing. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Honestly, what my whole mission is, is to find what's working out there and then pass along that information in the most effective way possible for artists. And so if I find something that's working, I'm going to share it in, in some way or another, whether it's going to be on Ari's Take My Blog, whether it's going to be in the book, or whether it's going to be on the course, if that's going to be the right medium for it. I find the right medium for the information that I've learned, and then I want to share it. And I because I really believe that uh, we are stronger together. And I don't believe in competition and I want us all to succeed. And we're all one big giant music community, a worldwide music community. Totally. Yeah. This is uh, an 
Your credible approach, really important once again. Uh, so thank you. And if you have any kinds of uh, additional photo insights, what I, I like to ask about if there has been anything uh, in particular that's been on your mind in the past, you know, 24 hours and just a few days, uh, let us know. Because with the book, it's very straightforward. The call to action is just to go on any platform it's available on and get it because it's just an absolute must read for anyone in the music industry. But uh, yeah, before we wrap it up, uh, let me know if uh, there has been anything cool you've been working on, maybe a new platform or, or a new, just a bigger concept idea. Yeah, I mean, I am, uh, I'm constantly exploring um, new avenues. I mean, um, you know, one of the cool platform that we, that I've known about for a few years now uh, that Spotify actually just acquired uh, is called Sound Better. And what I, I think is really cool about this platform is their tagline is help you finish your song. So if you need a mixing engineer or a violinist or a drummer or anything, and they're not in your local hometown market, you go on to Soundbetters. This is this marketplace online and you can find a violinist or a drummer or a mixing engineer from around the world and you can send them the files. They'll mix it for you. They'll play some violin on your track. They'll drum on your song, whatever you need. And they'll send the files back to you. And so we've started to see these collaborations from artists all over the world, being able to collaborate with other musicians all over the world through facilitated by this platform. So I think that that's something that's super cool that's happening right now, just in the kind of creation stage of it all. And Spotify thought it was so cool, too, that they just acquired uh, the company. But we're starting to really see uh, so many more of these kinds of companies pop up that are really enabling artists to connect with other uh, musicians worldwide. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I met Sound Better at Medium in 2015, but I nice. think I kind of missed the, the news about Spotify position. Anyway, really cool stuff. That's sure. the reason why everyone should be following me on social media as well for and the blog for the latest interesting insights. So once again, all the links are in the show notes. Thrilled about the uh, release of the second edition of the book. Uh, good luck with the yeah. promotion. Hopefully we'll get you a few additional readers. And uh, just keep it up. The work you do for the for this community is really important. Once again, so thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having. Thanks, sorry, and thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or feedback, please go to Ari's social media profiles. It's mostly Ari's take uh, everywhere, and uh, share what you thought about these episodes on his profiles in the comments. Uh, I will really appreciate it. And if you have any specific question, I'm pretty sure he will answer it uh, as well. Just once again, go to his profiles and hit him up in the comments. And of course, grab a copy of the book. Uh, the link is in the show notes, um, musicgrowthtalks.com, dotedmusic.com, just find uh, a post with uh, MGD139, the number of these very uh, podcast episodes, and uh, yeah, just absolutely get yourself a copy of the book, uh, it's really important and uh, you will learn something new even if you've been hustling in the music industry for some time. Uh, yeah, thank you a lot for listening. Stay tuned and don't miss the next episodes of Music Growth Talks. You've been listening to Music Growth Talks with Andrew Apanov. Find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com.